all right hello guys welcome back to episode two of tales from the merch table i am jillian and i am sarah and today we are sitting down with michaela who is a photographer who's a special guest <laughs> let's hear your little rundown of what you do and who oh, you man. are okay well uh i shoot shows local shows mostly but uh from time to time i'll get lucky and get a photo pass for things at like town ballroom and stuff very rare but well it's take cool. them when i get them which do you prefer do you like the bigger shows or the local shows um local shows i think it's like a different energy whereas um shows that you're doing at bigger venues there's more rules you you can only shoot for so many songs no mm-hmm. flash but like if I'm shooting downtown at, say, Mohawk Place, which is a hole in the wall, it doesn't, it <laughs> oh, literally Mohawk Place. does not matter if I have a flash on or if I'm up front for an entire set. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know? What camera do you use? Uh, Nikon D5600 right now. Sigma <laughs> with a Sigma art lens. Where, where was the start to your photography? My, like, Band photography? Or in, just general, in general. Do you, um, remember, do you even remember the first picture you took? How uh, did you know that it you was liked on a, taking pictures? It was on a film camera at Letchworth State Park. My mom's boyfriend is really into photography, and after he saw some of the shots I got on his film, he got me a used digital camera. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Boom. The photographer was born. <laughs> yeah. What brought you to band photography uh i have a well i had he no longer works there but i had a uh, a co-worker who uh was air drumming in the back and i made some joke about hey are you a drummer and he was like actually i am i'm in this band we're currently recording something like we're gonna be back out doing shows around february and february came there i was and I I was wrapped into it. <laughs> the rest was history. Yeah. <laughs> so what does your weekly schedule look like then? Well, it depends on the show. Uh, a lot of time for local shows, for me, that is right now, it's, uh, it's a lot more of a friend thing, like who you know. Mm-hmm. And you say, hey, can I show up with my camera? And they're like, word, sounds good. <laughs> come in, they shouldn't give you a problem at the door. They always give you a problem at the door. <laughs> and... Uh, and you kind of go in and do the thing. and I'm on the list. Yeah, like, I'm on the list, and they look at you funny, and they're like, we're going to need to check the bag. And it's like, but I'm on the list as the photographer. So. Just the way you look, they had a little suspicion. Yeah. Like, do you ever have any other problems besides that? Like, well, not really. I mean, people getting in the way, people Ooh. looking at you funny. Do you ever funny. have to, like, deck somebody and get that shot? Like, move somebody out no, of the way? No, I'm, I'm so awkward, it's painful. So, like... <laughs> If I have to get to front of stage to take a photo of somebody, I find myself, like, ducking. So I'm, like, and I'm going, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I'll be out of your way. Just give me, like, three minutes. Like, <laughs> I'm apologizing to people for doing the work that I'm there to do. Like, everybody's there to enjoy the show. But for that 30-minute set, I'm working. Like, mm-hmm. I'm doing a job. Mm-hmm. Do you send the bands the pictures that you take and edit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time. Yeah? Every time. Unless they're bad. Unless they're bad. <laughs> about how many pictures are you taking, like, for that set? About. Ooh, a set? And a then you got to go through and find the perfect Like, the one. good ones. Yeah. Uh, I can say I probably, per set, I would say two to three hundred. And then yeah. out of those two to three hundred, you, you might get, like, 
30 photos that are okay to edit. And then what do you do for the editing process? Like Uh, what app do you use? A whole lot of Lightroom. Everybody else is going (laughs) to tell you to use Photoshop. Screw that. Lightroom is so much easier to use. (laughs) It's so much more like user-friendly. Photoshop, I feel you have to have a better understanding of what's going on. Not to say that I don't use Photoshop because there are times where I will use that over Mm -hmm. Lightroom. But Lightroom is more user-friendly, more... I don't know how to say, like, it's just easier to use. Yeah, less, less it's overwhelming. Really is. Yeah, like Photoshop, you have to know what certain things mean right. yeah. before you, where Lightroom will, like, tell you right off the side. So when you go to a show, I know when I go to a show, there's definitely more than one photographer there. And you and I have even gone to shows together. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, Michaela and I knew each other prior to this. Uh, Spoiler alert, <laughs> I did not know her. We're just <laughs> now, reviving great. This is great. Yeah, everything's going just fine. So when there are multiple photographers, how, does, how do those interactions go for you? Fairly well. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a lot of people that you already know because you've built, like, this um, community through local shows so it's it's everybody's super cool they're talking before I think really where there would be any quote-unquote tension is while shooting because if there's a shot that you want on the opposite side of the stage again I'm going to go back to Mohawk just because I can picture it's tight corners (laughs) you have to wait for that other photographer or you have to go up there and be like hey can I like sneak in here for a second normally people don't give you problems but at the same time it's still you don't want to be that guy but you have to be that guy if you want to get mm. the photos you're looking to get. So there's no friends once the set starts. Survival <laughs> of the fittest. But there is. It's, it's a weird dynamic because we all have this mutual respect, but at the same time it's like, get the hell out of my way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about the lack of female photographers? Mm. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I mean... Hot I mean, button. The... The scene as a whole, this is hot take, but the scene <laughs> as a whole from what I've experienced thus far, and I'm just scratching the surface at this point, it just it feels as though it's very male-dominated, whether it be the bands or the sound people, photographers, you know, even, even the friends they have coming in, you don't really see a lot of girls coming to the specific shows that I'm at. So it's, it's intimidating. I feel like for any woman, it's kind of intimidating for to, to go yeah. into a... To walk into a man's world? Right. It, quote, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> but to, to walk in and everybody looks at you funny the first few times because it's kind of like a, what are you doing here? But mm. in, the, in the year and a half that I've participated in the scene, like, there have been a lot more females doing things, whether they be like, they're, they're slinging merch for bands or they're taking the photos or... You know, even I've there's a shift happening. Yeah, I've even seen some bands where like the lead singer is a female, or it's an all female act. Love that. Yeah, big fan. What do you think sparking that though? It's just happening. I think it's a lot more of us are kind of in a in a like a fuck you. Right. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it anyways. We're gonna do it. it Specifically because you looked at me funny. Now I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do it 400 times better than you could dream of doing it. (laughs) I love that. Me too. Big fan. It's so exciting. <laughs> I wish I had like the talent to sing in a band. I totally would be in a band. 
Or, like, <laughs> I wish I was born in a different generation, like, Woodstock, like, 99. Like, Don't I we been, all wish we were in Woodstock? I would have been going, like, I would have been a groupie for sure. The thing, I would have following, I wouldn't even be in school. Like, right? Be, like, a roadie. Exactly. Just... Like, I missed my calling for sure. I missed my time. But the thing is, is, like, you don't actually necessarily need to have talent. You need to have talent to a specific group of people. True. To appeal to. So if you do that... That's all maybe, you gotta do. Teach yourself an instrument and just do it. I could play a saxophone. I actually did that in uh, high Join school. Join start a jazz band, man. Quick jazz. Better than Kenny G <laughs> over here. <laughs> no. mm. Oh my goodness. That would be really funny if I just walked into Mohawk Place and there was like a jazz ensemble on stage at Mohawk Place. There was that one time we saw that, um, what, what, oh, you weren't there. I saw a, uh, I saw a show that was, it was nerdy as I'll get out. I hate to say it, but I come in and I cannot remember the band's name for the life of me and I feel terrible because um, a friend of mine's band had opened for them, but um, they played a video game soundtrack while somebody in the band was playing the video game, but on mute. So they're playing the soundtracks to certain levels while somebody's there's a screen projecting it. Nerd alert. <laughs> Nerd behind them. There were I have that was one of the few times I saw Mohawk Place packed though. I love that. There were That's, so I mean, many. Yeah, people there's definitely there. a targeted audience there. It's all the nerds yeah. in the crowd, the video gamers. I could not believe it. And then I it was kind of one of those reflective moments where it was like there's something for, here? Here? That's like, something for everyone. Something for everyone. What am I that? doing here? <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> How did I? It's like one of those moments where you kind of like take yourself out of the situation. And you're like, wait, <laughs> what happened for me to get here tonight? And you like look behind you. Like, Speaking of moments like that, do you remember when you and I went to a show at Mohawk Place and we walked in? And when for people who have never been to Mohawk Place, you walk in, there's a bar, and you can see straight into the back, and there is a stage. You can see from the second you walk in. And Michaela and I, from the second we walked in, we saw this really big dude on stage in a gimp suit. Whole... Like, leather G-string... <laughs> And this leather mask over his whole head, and he was jamming on the guitar. Walking through the audience. <laughs> yeah, he got off the stage and he walked almost directly wow. into Michaela and I, and then he got up on the bar and people were putting dollar bills in his leather G-string. And this should. man was not fit at all. He was he good, though? Was he good? Was he playing good Yeah, stuff? he was a good yeah. guitar player. But yeah. At the same time, it was very it was hard like... to listen to the guitar as he was standing in front of me. The shock. Almost, the shock. Was naked. This might be a little weird, but what, what is like a gimp suit? Oh, um, it's like an all-leather outfit Okay. in the kinky community. A little bit scandalous. All right. Yeah. So what do you think? He was just woke up that morning. He's like, I think this is my calling. Honestly, that's I think he was dressed like I, the entire set. The, it's not yeah. like he stripped that's, down. That's probably his everyday. Like, what was his name? I feel like, no. no. I don't even know what the band's name guy. was. Gibson but I think guy. that's probably just like his thing that he does on stage. Probably Aww. every, I bet you every show he is dressed like that. I just would love to know why. <laughs> did you have your camera at that show? I did. Oh. <laughs> I do not. No, I think at that point uh, there was... Like I said, the shock factor was there. So I don't think I even, like, picked my camera. Like, I had it in my hands. You're paralyzed? But I'm, I'm staring at this Living man. Living in the moment. 
More so. It's one of those things. It's like a car accident where you can't look away. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, man. What a memory. I think I have a very blurry video somewhere. <laughs> Snapchat. That I, can, that I can dig out of the archives and revisit that if I ever really want to. No, it haunts my nightmares. I don't need a video. <laughs> my nightmares. He's just there. Oh, my goodness. Um, do what? you ever get any... Uh, any flack for using the type of camera that you use? Mm. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like Canon. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything negative about Canon. Have you tried it? Have I tried Canon? Oh, yeah. Canons are beautiful What's cameras. your beef with Canon? I don't have a beef with Canon. I started on Nikon, and Canon is basically, like, reverse. Reverse. Everything. Mm. Like, even mm-hmm. putting the lens on, tightening it a certain way is opposite. So me just starting on a Nikon, that's what I'm more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Canons take beautiful photos, but I think Nikon is easier to manipulate settings All for. about making oh, okay. it easier. We use the easier editing app, easier camera. Hey, if the it, thing is, you got to progress into the, the advancement. Of course. Mm. You're not going to, you don't want to jump off a 50-foot cliff if you've, mm-hmm. you know, never flown. And you said you've been doing this for like a year and a half. You've been taking concert shooting. Okay. Mm. All right. Do you have any horror stories? Other than the gimp suit. <laughs> I don't consider that a horror story. I consider that an interesting night. Sure, sure. Yeah. I would call that a horror story. It's all about perspective, uh, oh, I guess. Well, I guess, you know. <laughs> that guy probably thought it was just a regular Wednesday night or whatever day it yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what his day job is. <laughs> yeah. Like, does he go? Is he He's actually accountant? a professor. Maybe. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Maybe that's why he has the mask. He can't reveal Ooh, his identity. Yeah. True. Or he's a superhero. Not all heroes wear capes. Or he's wanted. Sometimes <laughs> he's they wear gimp suits. criminal or something like that. Mm. Oof. I don't, want to, I don't want that to be the reality. <laughs> but anyway, you have any horror stories, like photography horror stories? Um, I don't think anything at the show, but post-show, Ooh. always. There was, I actually lucked out... Uh, my mom's boyfriend is very involved. He was a roadie for 25 years, so he knows people that I could not even fat. I would cry if I met them, and he's worked with them and, wow. like, hung out with them. Um, he happened to be going on tour with a band called Dixie Dregs, which is a folky rock kind of group, I guess. No lyricist. Definitely for older people who want to go smoke weed somewhere. <laughs> um and Steve Morse from Deep Purple is the guitarist from that band. And Deep Purple, Smoke on the Water. Steve mm-hmm. Morse is in this band. This was his first band. And I got invited to come to Atlanta to take photos for them. So here I am, flying out to Atlanta. Do the concert. It goes phenomenally. The, uh, Steve approaches me, says something about, you know, Deep Purple might be doing a tour in Europe. Let, let's see your photos. And I was like... Holy shit, like, I might, be going, I might be going to Europe with deep purple, whatever. <laughs> I get home from Atlanta, and in the airport, they make you take apart your camera bags. Lost the memory card. Oh memory gosh. card, gone. Oh, my Thankfully, goodness. deep purple never went on a European tour. They Ooh. ended up, who did, they were just here with, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't even remember. It was like a band that did not. It did not make sense. But, they, so, so, yeah. 
didn't losing make sense. Losing a memory card. I mean, <laughs> losing a memory card is probably the worst. Right, oh but man, it could have been worse though. Well, and the fact I like that they to, didn't go to Europe. Could have lost your camera. Well, and mm-hmm. I like to think, or I could have cracked a lens. Ooh. Ooh. I, I like to Expansive. think of it <laughs> as it wasn't it wasn't my time to do that mm. because mm-hmm. this is this is just a few months into doing concert. For that's a great well. mindset to have with stuff like this because I, I feel like you have to otherwise you're going to rip yourself apart. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like concert photography is definitely like you take those risks into your own hands when it comes to the safety of your camera <laughs> and the losing of memory cards. And is it a more stressful environment for picture taking because of all of the other people around you, not the bands? Oh yeah, I was at uh, Rapids Theater. I shot uh, Dropkick Murphys. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so three songs, first three songs of the set, that's all you get. Mind you, there's probably seven or eight of us in the photo pit. And if you don't know what the photo pit is, where the barricade ends, on the other side there's space before the stage. That's The space is designed for photographers to be able to come in for newspapers, magazines, what have you. And I'm shooting, and all of a sudden one of the photographers grabs me and pulls me. And meanwhile, I'm getting kicked in the head from somebody crowd surfing into the stage, almost dropping my camera on the stage. Um, so, I mean, that's a risk you take every time is, is a drunk person going to spill a beer all over my equipment? Is this, but you know, like the adrenaline's worth it, I think, because you get to see all these shows too. Mm-hmm. And the pictures are awesome. Some of them are like screaming in the video or a picture and like, it just, it looks so cool. How do you know what's going to make, like, a good picture? Like, that's something not everybody has. Well, in I think everybody wants to convey it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like being able to convey a single moment. Because, I mean, you hold your shutter down. You hope that something comes out of it, especially when they're, like... There comes a time when, for anybody even seeing a show, that you, you're looking at the artist and you can tell they're super into it. Mm-hmm. Those those are the photos I like to get mm-hmm. because it's like right there you get that raw emotion that they are 100% in their element and I like to get that. Mm. But there mm-hmm. are other people who are there to just get like cool action shots, which there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. either. It's just a stylistic a, it's a personal, choice. Yeah, right. it's like a personal Just like preference. your editing preferences, I'm assuming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, cuz a lot of people they'll do very realistic. They want sharp high contrast and then other people will do more um like abstract pieces and they both they're although they're on opposite ends of the spectrum they're beautiful photos mm-hmm. it just depends what you are personally looking for in a photograph what do you personally look for in a photograph <sighs> i'm kind of in the middle i like to mess with colors a little more now uh for a long time it was very much so on the realistic end where everything had to be you know cut dry clean whatever and now it's like okay well I could put a light flare here or I could distort this a little bit I could change this color this blue light I can change it to purple and it creates a whole different hue on the photo mm-hmm. so I like I like manipulating colors a lot right now so yeah kind of in the middle but could that change in a like, few oh yeah it ch- <laughs> yeah it, it could change tomorrow it yeah. changes it changes it, change so hour. Hour. <laughs> it, it, it really depends on what you're feeling? What you're feeling, and in, in a lot of times it's like the vibe of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend's band who played a show that was very 
I don't want to say it was sad, but I knew that there were things going on before they went on. And I ended up editing those photos all in blue. And, oh, I remember those. Those were beautiful. And they came out fantastic. But because it had the added, I knew what was going on, it, it, they just made for beautiful photos. Do you, do you have any, like, apps that you post these on that you want to plug to the podcast? Oh, yeah. We got Instagram and Twitter. We got uh, at Michaela Lee. Uh, there's at Michaela.Lee. I'm not going to spell that. That's a lot. <laughs> you can find it, hopefully. <laughs> and then t- and Twitter is Michaela underscore Lee. How often do you post, like, pictures and stuff on that? I used to be more frequent. Right now I've kind of taken a little step back with school starting up again and uh, just needing a breather, re-figuring re- out what it is I'm actually trying to do with it. So, How do you balance the different parts of your life, you know, work, school, um, social life, photography? Is it hard? I just don't. <laughs> I mean, that's the most... That is such an honest answer. I'm, I'm an art major, so that's probably the most art major answer I could have given you. But I just... For a very long time, I had everything had to be planned a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, say slubby, like, yeah. whatever. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If I, if I wake up one day and somebody says, Michaela, come shoot the show, I'll go, okay. If I'm, if I'm in the mood to do it, sure, I'll come do it. Whatever. Like fly by the seat of your pants? Yeah, there are, I have already missed classes because I've won an acoustic set on a Wednesday, missed my music class, had another concert, had a meet and greet beforehand, missed the same exact class. Like, <laughs> I, I, I find myself... You gotta find your priorities. You I mean, gotta, if that's what you want to do, Live for why moments. not? Class is definitely important, but so are those memories. Memories, yeah. Live for the moment, like... 20 years from now, I'm not going to remember when I went. Oh, shit. That I missed class last Wednesday. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, I can look at my picture and be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I did it. this oh, yeah. on that day. I won't even remember that I was even in school, probably. Yeah. I think everyone can relate to that. You were definitely sure. not alone in that. I just think it's uh, really great that you funnel your creativity into something that is beneficial to not only you and your portfolio but also the bands and it allows you to meet other people and swap different style options and you probably do you gain inspiration from your photographer friends is that a thing that happens oh yeah oh yeah there's matt sleds (laughs) if you don't know who matt sleds is sled photo on instagram i'll plug him he's him uh Jake, he's in the band Ghost Pool, which I have heard your guys. Jake the Ghost. Jake, Jake the Ghost. That's his Instagram he has, name. He has an Instagram called Toothless Film. He shoots, uh, I don't want to swear by the camera he shoots on, but he takes these beautiful photos on film camera. And it's, it's just... It, Can you explain what people, film camera is to film, people who so are So as sure. opposed to digital, film is a literal cylinder roll... Probably the size of a king-size Tootsie Roll. (laughs) And um, instead of digitally capturing a moment, there's like, it it takes the imprint onto the film. It's like an old-school camera. Yeah, it's like an old-school camera. And it's a lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of energy, because you can't take the same photo four times and look at it. You just got to hope that you got it Mm. and move forward. Wow. Moving forward. Yeah, so you do draw inspiration from photographers that 
are around you. Oh, yeah. I think do you have very a easy favorite photographer that you, like, look up to? It doesn't have to be in the band scene just or in just general. Ever? I, last the semester, top three, maybe? <laughs> I did a lot of research on Gary Winogrand. He's, like, a photographer. He was pretty cool. I liked his, he just caught moments mm-hmm. in a crowd full of chaos. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think there's anybody in specific. I think, I don't want to say that. I have a specific favorite. I think I take elements of people that I mm-hmm. see or I look at. Or we just recreated a shoot the other day from a photographer I found on Twitter, Drew Photo. <laughs> <laughs> we I took I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna try this. I wanna see how he works this. So it's just a awesome. matter of finding people that you like to incorporate into your own work. Mm-hmm. Kind of steal, awesome. steal little pieces, but give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, what are you listening to these days? What's your uh... <laughs> like? What's have you your... ever gone to a show where you just hated the band's music that was playing? Oh, <laughs> I have seen plenty of bands with terrible opening acts. <laughs> Same though. <laughs> it's one of those things where you like grin and bear it, and you hope that there's going to be a song that comes on that you like, and you're like, nope, this nope. just sucks. This is bad. <laughs> Yeah, in my experience, most of the openers that you're going to see at a local show... They're trying. They're trying, but they're not always going to be good, but you be supportive. But, like, for every four that you don't like, you'll find one that you really, really do like, Mm -hmm. and then you can go to their shows and support them, and hopefully... And then they have cool opening acts. Yeah. So it's like this (laughs) this endless downward spiral of, like, a hole of the local scene. Yeah. Love that. The support. I just had to hold myself back from saying swag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You're making fun of me for saying rad. Swag is just And you're so over here saying swag. That's just what I'm If you were to take her swag out and insert sick, that's me all the time. I'm like, oh, sick. Sick. Word. <laughs> sick, bro. Word. word. I used to say word a lot. Mm. I say so, bruv a lot now. Bruv. Oh my goodness. Oh, Get out of here. I say that too much. <laughs> like, I did it ironically, I and now it's something. <laughs> it's a thing. Throwing everybody up. What is everyone listening to right now? What is the hot track on your brain? Hmm. I can't. I can't pick it under pressure. What is yours? <laughs> I've actually been revisiting Frank Ocean lately. Oh my god! I was listening to Frank Ocean literally last night. I was listening to Nights. I was like, I was listening, listening to the Blonde I album. I was feeling it so hard. Oh, He's so good. I so saw like a good. tweet. Of him like singing live, and I was like, "Yeah, I think it's time." To <laughs> it's time, to some Frank. It's time. Mm. I've been diving back into. I've been rediscovering the music that I listened to maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, hitting that nostalgic. Yeah, element. it's been very nostalgic for me the past week. Yeah. What about you, Michaela? You know that uh, that meme that says. Uh, 2010 to 2012 indie pop was actually good. You're all just cowards. <laughs> I have revisited that entire round. So like MGMT, uh, Foster the People, Ooh, Portugal the Man, all these bands that I haven't listened to in, you know, years. Are you listening to the old music? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's no other way to do it. There's so much <laughs> There's so much old Alt-J and, like... Alt-J, oh, man. Then there's, then there, like, besides that, like, recent... Uh, Barnes, Courtney, mm. Lily, Two Eyes. Yes. Crazy we mentioned them good. in the last one. They were so good. They are stupid good. Like, it should not be allowed how <laughs> good they are. 
And honestly, Harry Styles, I'll say it. I'll ruin my image for myself right now. Harry, Sty- Harry Styles' solo album, you can quote me on it, absolutely bangs. It is such a 70s rock vibe. It's so good. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. Put yourself in your feels. Have a good time. Do it on purpose. Do it, yeah. Deliberately do it. I do it. that all the time. It's too much, honestly. We all do. It's fall. It's, it's fall. time. Yeah. It, it is time to fall into it. Uh, uh, I didn't even do that on purpose until it like started coming out. I was like, yes. There's no going oh, back. Man. You gotta, you gotta get joke. Oh, man. No, no turning back. Oh, my. Well, uh, thanks for coming and hanging with us for a while. Thanks for having me. This is a good conversation. Too. Yeah. Um, you're so interesting, honestly. Wow. Yeah, Michaela's Thank great. Thank you. I, this, is, this was a great idea. Honestly, if you ever want to come back on, just uh, let us know. Hey. Like Should I said, you, yeah. any di- just hit me up on a random day. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like, cool, all right. <laughs> Perfect. Even in the moment. Thrill of the moment. Mm-hmm. Decisions are, that's how I do it, too. I mean, that's how everybody should do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in again. Uh, hopefully we didn't bore you. Maybe you'll come back for next week. I mean, if you listen to episode one and two, I don't see what the We appreciate stuff. you if you did that, by the way. <laughs> um, like we mentioned last time, we have a playlist of our music, uh, top tracks for Tales, and uh, we have a Gmail. So if you're a photographer, you're in a band, you're a fan... You're a promoter, you're anything. in a record label, anything at all. Even if you just want to ask us questions or make suggestions for us, uh, just send us that, that email at talesfromthemerchtable at gmail.com. All right. See you next time, guys. <laughs>